I take it you're the West's granddaughter who's come to live with them? Her eyes widened. How did you know that? I know everything that goes on out here. I heard you were coming, but no one told me you didn't have any sense at all. She stuck out her bottom lip. What makes you think I don't have any sense? He tilted his head and raised an eyebrow, then pointed a thumb in the direction of the tumbling water. Who would jump into Deep Creek in the dead of winter if they had any sense? Emma felt her face redden. I didn't mean to jump in. I didn't even know the water was there. I was just running away from that awful house, and the next thing I knew, I was in the water. I suppose I should say thank you to you for pulling me out. I guess you've saved my life. Then go ahead and say it. She looked at him out of the corner of her eye. Say what? Thank me. Thank you. You're welcome. Emma started to shake and hugged herself tightly. The cold penetrated into her bones. You need to get on home, he said. You're starting in to shiver. Do you know how to get back to your house? Emma gazed around. She had been carried downstream for what seemed like an eternity while under the surface of the water. Nothing looked familiar. I wonder how far I came, or how to get home. No, I guess I'm lost. Come on, I'll take you home. He walked away, and she tried to follow him, but her legs gave way and she flopped back down on the tree trunk. Egg, egg, something or other. I can't seem to walk. He turned around, shook his head in disgust, then came back to where she sat. He reached out, took her hands, and yanked her to her feet. He wrapped one arm around her waist. Lean on me. Emma pressed against his side, letting him half walk, half drag her along the bank. She shivered and her teeth chattered. After a few steps, they reached a spot where he plucked a worn wool coat from a tree branch. He held it for her, and she slipped her arms into the sleeves. He pulled the coat around her shoulders, turned up the collar, buttoned the coat, and then he reached down to pull on a pair of worn boots lying on the ground. That coat ought to help warm you a little, he said. Do coats just grow on trees around here? No, stupid. When I saw you go into the water, I had to take off my coat and boots before I jumped in after you. They would have drugged me right to the bottom if they got wet. That's what took me so long to get to you. I'm glad you thought of that. Put your hands in the pockets so they'll warm up. She plunged her hands into the pockets of the coat and felt an assortment of shapes inside. She tried not to think about what they might be. He bent to pick up a worn cowboy hat, tossed on the ground, slapped it on his thigh to shake off the pieces of leaves and dust, and placed it on his head. How far is the house? she asked. He pointed up the side of the hill. Right around that bunch of trees? He put his arm around her waist and grabbed branches and trees with his free hand as he pulled her up the bank to the top of the cliff, where she had flown into the air. Still holding her, he walked her toward the house. Both of them panted, and their breath billowed white into the glacial air. The sun was setting, and whatever warmth it brought to the day disappeared. The night chill quickly fell on them. Emma shook so hard it made her weaker, and she could barely drag one foot in front of the other. 
His arm around her waist trembled through the thickness of the coat. He was dressed only in wet buckskin, and she thought that if she was shaking from the chill inside of the wool coat, he must be a great deal colder than she. They rounded the clump of oaks, and she saw her grandmother's house. It looks like we'll never make it. Her strength was failing fast, and it looked as if it were a mile away. The cold seemed to have penetrated all the way into her bones. She took another step before blackness swirled around her head and she collapsed into a heap. She lay there in the snow, clinging to consciousness. Agachita shook his head and sighed. He grasped her under the arms and threw her over his shoulder like a sack of flour. He carried her to the house, up the back stairs, pounded on the door, and yelled, Miss West, I got your granddaughter here. Grandma opened the door and let them in.